Welcome to Weekend Rental, episode 85. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And we're not sure yet. We might see Nate. Uh, We know he's uh, occupied, so we're just going to continue on. He might jump in. We'll see. Um, As of this recording, it is October 21st. This thing will be coming out the 30th. uh, So you might be getting around to it right around Halloween. Um, So we'll be sure to touch on some... uh, I don't know, spooky video game memories here down the road. But um, w- one piece of news I wanted to jump right into. Uh, and before we do that, let's talk a little bit about where you can find our podcast other than weekendpodcast.com. You can find our content and a lot of other great content, articles, podcasts, more over at geekade.com. What's your geek? Um, I wanted to touch on uh, a movie. Andy and I have been talking about this a little bit outside of the podcast. Uh, Adam Sandler released his. Strangely titled Hubie Halloween, um, right in time for the holiday on Netflix. It's uh, it's kind of old school Sandler. It's it's a movie that they clearly made uh, with the intention of it being as stupid as possible, with the most egregious product placement possible. <laughs> and of course, all of Adam Sandler's friends are on the payroll, as you would expect. And uh, it's one of those Adam Sandler movies where he's got a dumb voice for no reason, like Waterboy or... Uh, little Nicky or something like that. And I don't know. I, I checked it out expecting it to be like passable. And I found myself just kind of like leaning into the stupidity with them. And I, I really enjoyed myself. It's a pretty good watch. Yeah. I was really uh, surprised when you said that. I thought for sure it would just be like, Oh, another one, shitty one. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of jazzed to go check it out now. Yeah. I think it might be my favorite thing that he's done exclusively with his Netflix deal. Um, I didn't mind the ridiculous six. I mean, it was really, really stupid, but this is stupid on a whole other level of like, <laughs> they just wanted to make a real bad movie and they did. And I don't know. It's good stuff. It, it, especially like, because the, the humor and like the, uh, language and everything is like so mildly PG 13, like you're able to watch it with kids who are, you know, between six and 10. And it's still not like this horribly scarring thing. It's just, I don't know. It's a good, stupid family film. And for whatever reason, there are a bunch of kids in this movie. Well, they're not kids anymore, but Disney Channel kids for some reason. Um, like hmm. Camp Kikiwaka crossover sort of stuff that I wasn't anticipating. So Really? There's, wow. There's that. Yeah. I wonder how these like actually get produced. Because like, is it Sandler like really signing off on every aspect of it? Or is it like Netflix producers just creating scripts and be like, here you go? Sure. I mean, after after watching this, I have to imagine that Adam Sandler signed off on all of this. Yeah. And it was just completely his deal, and there was no QC at all, <laughs> is how it feels. They just, they shipped a tape to Netflix and be like, run it? <laughs> They're like, all, like, I think the Netflix deal with him was just like, all we need is six feature-length films. As long as they run over an hour and 20, <laughs> we're good. And yeah. like, I think he feel, I think he just like nailed it on this one, so... I don't know. I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm not saying it's his best movie, but I am saying if you like stupid and you like Halloween, maybe just check it out. I think you're going to do, I think you're going to appreciate it if you've watched his entire catalog. Uh, Maybe not so much otherwise, but yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I like that. 
you know, like when he starts trying to do more complicated things like him being a spy and, you know, like those type of movies, it just just doesn't resonate. I don't I don't think he can pull it off. No, he doesn't really have the acting chops for that. No, but the man understands dumb. And that's all you mm-hmm. need in a movie like this. Yeah. <laughs> so I see here looking at the topic list, you might as well jump right from Netflix to Hulu because. You've added something here that I think oh, everyone's yes. kind of excited about. Yes, Animaniacs has put out a couple trailers now for their mm-hmm. uh, their new show coming out uh, next month. I think it's a month from now, actually. And uh, yeah, I couldn't be more excited. It looks it looks really good. Yeah, I watched. I've the only trailer I've seen is that one with uh, Spielberg and like the whole Adam or not Adam Sandler. Um, uh, Oh, oh like Jurassic Park spoof. Yeah. Like, man, they just nailed the humor and the tone. Like, it's yep. just so good. And the fact that they've got the original voice actors back, Pinky and the Brain's going to be back. Yep. <clears throat> it's going to be great, I think. Yeah. And I, I'm i kind of excited for them to just focus on those two. On right. Animaniacs and uh, Pinky and the Brain, because, I don't know, Slappy the Squirrel and all those other, like, side characters were okay, but just to get them, if they're going to do a short run of this and just have them focus on these characters, that that's perfect. Did I want the pigeons back real bad? I really? The I, they were okay, but <laughs> they were, they do were you just... think Bill Clinton will still play the sax? That's <sighs> what I want to know. The, the, the new trailer has a uh, Trump though, as a, like a Cyclops monster or something like that. Okay. And there's like, mansplaining and they like go into some really like topics that I don't think kids are really going to understand, but I think that's kind of how the original was a little bit too, but yeah, I feel like that was always kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, the the art style looks great. Like if you were ever going to bring back a show that could just be timeless, like Animaniacs is it, it's kind of like in the same vein as South Park. It's like, all you have to do is set the parameters of like the ridiculousness of each character and drop them into whatever world you want, because yep. as long as they're staying on point with like current news and agendas, it's going to be comedy gold, you know? Yep. Well, and plus they just, yeah, they can just put them, they always like put them through time and like different situations and different famous people. And yeah, they could just do whatever with them. And, you know, cartoons don't like, like that don't really exist anymore. It'll be funny to see who they leverage and make fun of as like, celebrity cameos and stuff because like i felt like when we were kids they were like really leaning into stuff that you kind of almost didn't really know about like pop Mm. culture icons you know there'd be like you knew but you didn't you know there'd be like your shares and uh, your marilyn monroe and like some of the elvis stuff where it's like "Ah, man this is so fringe so it was yeah curious what 30 years has done to where that's gonna land yeah yeah that's a good point uh yeah i wonder Cause yeah, they had like, a lot of, a lot of stuff to dig into. That's for yeah. sure. They, they kind of referenced that, uh, how long it's been. So they must be like awakened, woken up again or something like that. Or sure. They escaped again and it's been like 30 years or whatever. Yeah. I could see that. Do, do you know like how many episodes they're doing? They- it said 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. Which is, that's all right. Yeah, I think it's a good, I mean, good start. I can't imagine they've commissioned only 13. I'm guessing they're probably already talking about more. You would think so. I had to guess. Yeah. 
seems like Hulu is a little more apt to like renew things than Netflix is. Netflix seems to just like, oh, a season? Nah, see ya. You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. We threw money at that. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. You should check out the new trailer. They It just starts off with them basically saying that they... They sold out and they're taking shows them taking a Hulu's check and like <laughs> they're all dressed up in Hulu clothes. <laughs> I like it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's a good get for them, though, I think. But at the same time, I wonder, like, <clears throat> is it for us or is it for kids, too? I. It's for us. Yeah. In hopes that we'll show it to our kids is really what they're Probably. going for, I think, you know. Because I didn't ever feel like little, little kids liked Animaniacs. It was always like, I'm probably too old to be watching this. Mm, yeah. You know, like, I, because I, I kind of caught it, like, right at the, like, seventh, sixth, seventh grade, like, was where I was, like, heavy into it. And it was like, kind of becoming a teenager here, and I'm still watching this because <laughs> it's funny. But also, maybe I shouldn't be watching this. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was a classic show. So good. I was I, I was like Pinky the Brain a little bit more, but I'm sure they'll. Get I didn't their like it when it. they had their own show. You know what I mean? Like I thought 30 minutes of Pinky and the Brain was too much. I liked it when Pinky and the Brain had their like little plug in between where it was like sandwiched in with like six to eight minutes. Oh, yeah, I, I like, thought that was like the right length. Yeah, I like the show too, but once they added in the Tiny Toons girl as their no, owner, that laugh, yeah, no, that was no. awful. Yep. No, she's the worst. Yeah. What about Chicken Boo? You think Chicken Boo's coming back? <laughs> I love Chicken Boo. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was the mime <sighs> guy? I like the mime guy. Yeah, that's right. He was pretty good. So many stupid that, characters. Forget what that segment is. Good idea, bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good stuff. Uh, so, um... We might as well just go into this. I don't even know how I caught this. I feel like the internet and society just flushed this from their collective memories. But did you realize they're doing a live action Monster Hunter movie? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Starring the same chick who is in Resident Evil. I wonder who's directing this. Did you watch the trailer? It's yeah, be not this. her husband. <laughs> Certainly. I didn't look. I'm sure it is. But like, I had no idea this was coming out. And then I watched the trailer. And I don't like, I love monster hunter. I love the lore the myth, the, the world. I do not understand why they set it up in the way that they did. Like you already have mythological monsters in a world that can be 100% fantasy. So why is it set up on the premise of the U S military gets sucked through a portal and then the U S military takes on monsters in monster hunter world. I don't, that didn't need to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's extra confusing for no reason. Well, you just haven't played Monster Hunter long enough. Once you get to the top, that's where you get the the military gear and the assault rifles and stuff like that to take down the Rathalos. Do you think it's just like a Capcom <laughs> thing where they're like, yeah, all those Resident Evil movies were so terrible, but we already made so much money off of them. Let's just use the same chick. Like, I feel like that's what they must have done. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's, I'm sure somebody along the lines, probably on the Resident Evil side or that, you know, that power duo made that pitched. Like, yeah. Well, we can't possibly make another resident evil movie. So what else you got? 
Yeah, it's just so stupid because like everything that's cool about Monster Hunter is like the wef- weapon crafting and like the cats. And, Did they show uh, any of the? No, cats? they didn't. No, no, that's what I don't understand. Wow. It's like. Why did you have to introduce guns into this? Like, that's not what's going to, it's not going to make the movie any better. No, it's going to, you've already like flushed out your game fan base. And then I don't think anyone who's a movie fan who doesn't know about the games is going to go flying F about this just because of Mila, whatever last names, like terrible run with those resident evil movies. Like she, those are some of the worst movies. I mean, the first one, fine. It was a fine zombie movie. The rest of that was just a train wreck. I yeah. just don't get it. Well, they don't have a great track rec- record of uh, staying in line with the what the video games are on in that series either. But that's true. I don't know. The, I mean, the monsters look dead dead on at least. Yeah, yeah. When that first Diablo popped out of the sand, you're like, yeah. oh yeah. Like I remember dying in that son of a bitch like 14 times. Yep. Yeah. Rathalos just, at the end. Yeah, that's. I just really wanted to see the calico is like cooking steaks for people and <laughs> sharpening bone swords. Like that's what I want, man. Just give me a calico movie. Really? I don't care. They can just all be meows. I don't <laughs> need to understand it. I'll just watch that for an hour and a half. Yeah. It didn't <sighs> seem like there was any hunting going on in that trailer at all. No, I think this thing is destined to lose money. Yeah. Like I probably. just don't see a way that this works. I was flabbergasted that it existed and like I had, I mean, cause prior to it coming out, had you heard about it at all? The trailer? I, I mean, I've heard the same thing as like all these other things that are like, this game has a movie coming and this, you know, and they never, right. showed, you know, Uncharted's had a movie coming out for what? Or a Halo. decade. Yeah. Right. I didn't expect a trailer to drop in 2020 that looked <laughs> this bad for a movie that I didn't actually think was coming out. Yeah. Ugh. But if it was a, one person or you know those guys they can make yeah. a game movie i guess quick it's it's sad i i want to see them do a mega man movie <laughs> <laughs> would would Mila still be mega yes, man yeah she'd just have like the suit on like, <laughs> yeah. that's probably actually what it would be yeah it's like it's almost like it's like the fifth element suit just just blue <laughs> yeah well, that was like, okay, so that was the thing that I was like, where I was like, no, they didn't even try with this was right at the end of that Monster Hunter trailer was the big, like Mila, like just squaring off, like pulling out her blade or whatever, and, like big, ugly enemy and just like charging at it. I was like, this is the same cinematic cut. I know it is from one of those Resident Evil movies because I've seen that. Like it was the same, <laughs> like her charging at Nemesis or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, just why? Like, you had a rich lore. Like, you could have made something really cool. And instead, you just went with every other action movie you could possibly crank out. Yeah. I don't know how if you could turn the gameplay of... Like, Monster Hunter gameplay is epic at some points, but there's a lot of time that it's not. Yeah. But you get it on the Hollywood thing, though, where it's like you just built a really cool world. And then, yeah. like, you had these, like, ten-minute, like couple really sweet segments like i think that kind of worked right yeah i don't know that you'd get the mass market appeal you know people with guns and things go boom tends to sell tickets i suppose but it's probably a budget yeah. thing too you know yeah cgi cats are expensive let's just have humvees if <laughs> just like tied cats to strings like <laughs> the internet, you know like, dancing across the stage 
be good. They probably watched Cats like 2019. Like, oh no, we can't sell these calicos now. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is no one's gonna no. do this. <sighs> it's a bummer, though. I, 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 I really wanted to like it. It just was not, mm. not good. Yeah, not good. I think that um, Uncharted movie actually is like shooting now, though. Yeah, but doesn't it have what's his name? Uh. Wahlberg is like the fat buddy guy. Yeah. I think he started out make as any sense. cast as Nathan and Nathan, it's taken yeah. so long that he's like, well, now Wahlberg's getting up there in age. Let's cast him as the other guy. I just like, all I picture my head is Wahlberg in a Hawaiian sh- shirt sitting on the boat and then he's just like, it's like, yo, Nathan. Yeah? So how do you mother fool me? And then, like, that's, <laughs> that's his line. And then they just uh, leave yeah. the boat and go onto the island. Ugh. Yeah, that's gonna be bad. That's gonna be real bad. Yeah, they're probably well. And they're they're doing a Netflix or Prime adaptation of The Last of Us, right? Like as a series, I think. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I thought so. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, I think Netflix is. Seems like they're doing a lot of game stuff. Yeah, I'm getting into that stuff. I feel like Netflix is like the only thing they have anymore is originals because they certainly can't curate other people's content i don't <laughs> I don't know if they just don't budget for it anymore because like yeah. nothing new comes out there not that there's new movies right now but you know you know how that is yeah did you see that uh strange uh steam joke sort of thing that sega pulled off with golden axe i saw it way too late because i know they were giving away a bunch of actual real games too which i missed out on but I yeah mean. me too but apparently they changed the title screen of this one for this prototype and called it Golden Axed <laughs> yeah. and released like this one level like piece together prototype pitch of a game from like 2008 or something. And then I was kind of reading the aftermath and like one of the guys who'd worked on it on Twitter was kind of like spilling his guts on how like this was this horrible like crunch condition project, like no resources, no time. And like he was kind of like just appalled that. Well, they made a joke of it, like his misery, and then the fact that it just like kind of came out for no reason, and it's like it's strange to have your name attached to something like that. And I just don't like. Do you think it? Why now? Like that's the only thing I don't understand yeah. with Sega is like why just why right now do that? Yeah, I mean it's it's cool that they're open to do something like that, but right. Yeah, I don't understand why now anyway. And then to kind of shit on the people's work, even if it was like, cause you know, like a pitch prototype like that is like, it's never a hundred, like it's 20%. It's a concept, right? Like, yep. I don't know. That's kind of, kind of crappy. Maybe it's cause they're like pitching the golden X license with arcade one up right now. And that's on its mm. way. But even so it doesn't seem like that would help you sell golden X stuff. Yeah. So they were giving away other stuff too. I, yeah, I think like Sonic <clears throat> two and, like oh, that type okay. of stuff which is like oh whatever you have it somewhere like three dollars for a humble bundle a year ago they had like every <laughs> sonic game ever so yeah. <clears throat> and sonic and sega is the only company that i've ran into on steam where like most of their games don't just work like they just don't launch right or run <laughs> at all natively so it's like well so this one fits this right in like, then <laughs> yeah you've defeated the purpose of steam like it's this unifying launcher that i don't have to fuck with but yeah. you broke it somehow thanks sega <laughs> Yeah, I wonder about that. You know, Goldmax could be a really cool roguelike. 
You could make a cool roguelike game out of. Yeah. Or even like a, if they wanted to just straight up rip something off, do like a Dragon's Crown light. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be as in depth. I don't need Amazon chicks with thighs the size of <laughs> my torso. But. Yeah. They made one for PS3, right? I, I never played it. Three or two, maybe three, right? Yeah, the Beast Riders, yeah. remember, right? I have it. I think I got it for like a quarter. I've never played it because <laughs> I heard it's an abomination. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the biggest problem with Sega right now is they've just continually hoard out their past library and ran most of the value of those iconic characters into the ground. Mm-hmm. So, and I even saw like, have you seen what they're doing for uh, holiday season this year with their current, more current games? So, like, I don't know if it's cross-platform, no. but I know 100% it's on the Switch where you're going to get, like, Sonic Mania and All-Star Racing in one cart for 20 bucks or 40 bucks, And then there's another one where it's Sonic Forces and... What else does Sega have? Something, something else that they've done. I can't think outside of Sonic. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, oh, Monkey Ball. Monkey Ball, yeah. Yeah, Banana Blitz, yeah. So, yeah, and it's just like, God, you're already... You're already retreading. Like, why are we doing this? Well, and Sonic Mania has already been done once, too, because they made a yeah. plus. They made a Mania Plus. Yep. So this will be the third release of that. Yeah. Well, and then just, like, brazenly put 40 bucks on it. Like, no, that's... Those should be 30. Yeah. For sure. If I was going to go to Steam, I could buy all of those for less than 10. Mm-hmm. T- together, probably. You know? It's just... I don't know. Sonic... Uh, Sega just has no... I don't know if they're just that desperate for revenue, but like they really just do not care about maintaining the value of their IPs. You know, I wonder that's if that's why like the, you know, Nintendo Switch Online library is just like we just got Super Mario All-Stars, you know, and it's like why wasn't that day one? And it's just I wonder if it's right. something like that where they just don't want to give it away or put it out there and devalue it as much as like Sega does. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, between Sega and SNK, I don't know who's worse. Yeah, that's true. They're both they both just <laughs> don't care. I mean, even that new Samurai Showdown collection launched for free on Epic for like the first like <laughs> launch day for the first week. Like we're just gonna give it to you. So I don't know. It doesn't make those games not classics, but it does not make me yearn for modern day renditions mm-hmm. i mean th- and that's the problem with snk less so i guess in some cases for like the fighting franchises but one even metal slug but like sega has been so bad about technology like they just do not have the ability to like program in 3d well for anything so like i have no faith in them to like bring any of those things to a a good positive modern day incarnation and i'm a, and i'm a sonic forces defender like most people hate <laughs> that game and i was like no that's a pretty fucking good game but even i can't like i can't imagine what some of those other games would look like golden axe ugh, streets of rage well i guess they did that well they no they didn't, they didn't do, that. do that yeah yeah so there's that's why that turned out good well but, they technically didn't do sonic mania either i mean that's true it's a different very true yeah 
So that's probably wish, smart instead of keep doing the same shit that they were doing. But yeah, I wish Nintendo would just buy them. To be honest, mm. do you think it would happen? Do you think somebody at Sega with the power to do it? I think would just be like, nope, not doing it, no matter what. I think they'll get to a point in the very near future where someone will where someone will have to do it. Yeah. Um, and the reason, but the the thing is, is the reason you would do it is because they've acquired Atlas, right? Like. You didn't care about Sega stuff. I was just just going to ask that. Like, has I think Atlas probably puts out more games than Sega does right now. Yeah, Atlas makes more money, hands down. I bet. Well, maybe not on like Sonic licensing, but game wise, revenue stream, hell yes. Yeah. I mean, they've sold those Persona Five like fifteen ways from Sunday, Mm -hmm. and people still buy it. Yeah. Yeah, and if that was Nintendo exclusive, like all the Atlas stuff, plus they could maybe dust off and revitalize a few Sega classics and keep some of that dev staff in-house, like almost run them as like a HAL, but they'd be, you know, first party, but mm-hmm. not really. Um, it could work. Yeah. We could use we could use another Kirby in the roster. We'll just call him Sonic. Ooh, you know? Yeah. Hmm. A Nintendo-made Sega Sonic game. That would be interesting. Yeah. It can't be worse, right? <sighs> Probably not. I bet Miyamoto understands what makes a better Sonic game than Sega does at this point. I'm just guessing. <laughs> probably. But that's probably in more worst case, they're... you throw them in the Olympics and it's all good. You know, <laughs> you know we got to figure it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Sega's in a weird place, I think. Yeah, it's been hard. Like, as a person who maybe wasn't, like, Sega wasn't, like, my first choice, but, like, ever since watching them pull out of the market, like, with hardware and after the Dreamcast, it's, there was those two to three really good years where it was, like, all on deck GameCube and Xbox support and yeah, some of that, you know, they did the lazy ports over the PS2, which I think was the right call, because, like, the fever-pitched communities were with GameCube and and Xbox, and like they put out a lot of good stuff. They tried a lot of good things. Not all of it landed, but most of it was kind of exciting. And it was like, yeah, okay, Sega's gonna be fine. And then you got to the next gen, and you're like, oh, Sega is fucked. <laughs> like 2000 Sega 06 is bad. Yeah. Why is he a werewolf now? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand we all wanted a night sequel, but maybe we didn't. You know, it was just like it just got worse. So much worse. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, there's not a lot of ways I don't think that you can turn those old games into anything that you want. Even like, you know, they just did Space Channel 5 and it's like, I just don't, I don't get it. Oh, God, like, I just reminded me that I ordered the VR version of that. Yeah. Why did I do that? It was so much <laughs> money. It's going to be bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, even Sega related at all. Like they just, they were like. Hey, we're making this. Is that okay? And they're like, sure, whatever. We don't give a shit about <laughs> Space Channel 5. Just take Michael Jackson out. Yeah. We'll be fine. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that Wii era just killed them. All those games that they put out on the Wii were bad. <laughs> yeah. I was so, like, I <clears throat> I still don't even mind Samba de Amigo for the Wii because it's easy to play, but that's a bad game. 
that Sonic and the Secret Rings was like one of the handful of games that I've returned same day after buying it and was like, I don't care if you're giving me half of what I paid for this GameStop. Like, I'm just done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. Ugh. Yeah, those that are, ring, that nights, that nights. Yeah. Those are all really bad. Yeah. Not to mention what they're putting on other platforms. Although, wasn't it Sonic Heroes was not completely atrocious. That would have been just before the nightmares that were on the Wii. Yeah. That was not so, bad. Uh, did they get a 360 release or was it just ps2 and xbox Xbox. toward the toward the end you know the uh, colors and generations those were both pretty okay yeah i've heard colors is good i have i've been meaning to play it i have it yeah but that's shrink wrapped that's kind of like a almost like a mario game with different powers like suits okay and generations is generations is really good oh well, I haven't found Sonic Colors, but I found Sonic I and Secret Rings. It was just bad mouthing. <laughs> so I own that again. That's great. I think I bought that in a garage sale. I swear yeah. I had Colors. Yeah, Colors. Try it out. It's okay. But I think that's Wii oh, only. It. Yes, it is. Ah, and I was right. Factory sealed. Oh, nice. Factory sealed. This was a Target clearance, I'm pretty sure. 2006. No. Yeah? guess it seems yeah. really early but that sounds about right oh. oh also you can play as your me oh that's perfect worth it right there yeah just get sonic out of there <clears throat> yep sports gamecube controller important <laughs> yep oh man i've curated my Wii collection several times but i still somehow hadn't purged sonic and the secret rings mm. i don't know what's wrong with me well i just bought that just dance one oh, the last you? few weeks so. the newest one 2020 I, yeah, I, I think they said that was going to be the last one on the Wii, so. They said the last one, yeah. So that'll probably they, be the last game. <laughs> that is bonkers. You think about how many years. That's like SNKES support level. Yeah. Like number of years. Well, and they skipped a, like the, they didn't make a Wii U one, but they made a Wii. So like, when has that ever happened where the. The generation well, that knowing that you could play it on your Wii U though, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, why print True. two things? Because clearly nobody's gonna buy that. Actually, people probably would have like scooped up the Wii U version this year. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a look. Yeah. The Wii release date. No, that's not right. It says 2012. That's not right. Wii U. Oh, why are you give me Wii U? Yeah, Wii was oh. Two thousand six. Okay. North America, November of '06. Yeah, that's crazy. Fourteen years. Holy yep. shit. PS2 got close to that, I think, too, because they were two thousand one to, and then I think there's like an NCAA two thousand fourteen on there. Thirteen. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. PS2 always blew my mind that, like, even two years ago, I could walk into a Walmart and buy the GTA trilogy for PS2, brand new. Yeah. I was like, why? Who's doing this? Yeah. Those kind of just disappeared overnight. I wonder what happened to those. Because, yeah, you could buy those yeah. everywhere. I suppose they just stopped printing them and yeah. suckers kept picking them up. That's why I had a buddy who had, like, rebought a PlayStation 2. He's like, well, where can I get the GTA games cheap? 
Like, just go to Walmart, man. Like, why are you going to, like, I think he <laughs> went to Electronic Underground probably paid out the ass for him. Like, no, you're dumb. Like, there's, just get a new copy. Yep. People. Yep. Well, Speaking of new copies, Analog's got a new thing. And uh, I'm very excited about it. They are going to release a new Analog console. If you're not familiar with Analog, they make FPGA um, high-end boutique versions typically of retro hardware, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, handheld, if you the pocket, but now they're going to do, or at least they've announced for 2021, the Analog Duo, which is supposed to replicate uh, the Turbo Graphics Duo. So it'll play Hue cards, either region, and CD games, either region, along with Super Graphics games, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And the, the the absurd thing to me is that they're only asking $200 for this. Because so you think of the two, price point of what these other ones have started at. <laughs> two Turbo Graphics games. Right. And yeah, like to much. get a recapped, region free, good condition, like gone through duo would probably cost you with shipping. I mean, I would say $500 is probably about what you'd be at, mm-hmm. maybe a little cheaper. So like they're just coming in so cheap. Um, yeah. Especially when you figure in the cd side like you said yeah yeah uh the only thing i'm worried about is like i'd be worried normally with any of their releases because they're always difficult to get but like they've come out and said like no this is straight limited um so i think it's gonna be very hard to get one uh especially if the analog pocket is any indication mm-hmm. and that was the other thing is they're releasing an adapter for the pocket if you have it it's 30 bucks you basically got an attachment in your portable. You got an reader. express. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get an express, which is amazing. Uh, and I loved the screenshot for the express showing Ninja spirit, which is like, mm-hmm. yep. If I had an express, this game would be playing in my car. Ninja spirit. Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't believe the news. Like when I sent it to you guys, I was like, this can't be right. Is this true? Is this real? And I kept looking at their site. I was like, I mean, unless somebody really went to some great lengths to like spoof this, I guess this is right and it's 200 bucks, but. I'm just surprised that they decided to go that route. Like, I feel like the, the mini that they, you know, Konami's like, we got this thing, we might as well make money on it. Where this just seems like, oh, this is a good business endeavor, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the design of it's nice. Like, it's a nice looking mm-hmm. design. It's close to what the duo look like. Kind of sort of. I mean, it's got the. It looks like it must just suck in the CD instead of having a flip top, which yeah. I guess that's what things do these days. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. I I hope that this initial run, which will it's going to sell out. There's no question. But like, I hope that they'll do subsequent runs after this. I mean, I know they were pretty good with the Genesis and the Super Nintendo versions, where they did a few runs. Um, so I'm hoping this isn't like a one and done sort of thing. Cause I really yeah. need to get one of these badly. Cause my biggest fear, because I love the turbo graphics is just that mine's going to crap out someday, which is why I had a spare and then I let Nate have it. But I mean, I know where he lives, so I can always steal it back <laughs> as long as he doesn't listen to this recording. <laughs> I wonder if they just put the, through the Sega CD in there too, might as well. Cause like, I don't think they'd ever do a mega drive with cd yeah that's a fair point 
Or do they do a Saturn that also does CD? Yeah, could be. And Dreamcast. Yeah. I guess we're getting to that point, right? Somebody has to pull the trigger. I mean, Polymega kind of has started the, yeah. the Saturn stuff, but... They've kind of shit the bed, too. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they're they way overpriced. They're not doing FPGA, so... Yeah. I don't know. When, I yeah. mean... When's the 64 coming out? Like, how has nobody done that yet? Well, I thought Hyperkin was working on that because the 10-year, like hardware proprietary like yeah. stuff the patent had all gone up so i don't know if it's just that the n64 is such a beast to try and emulate that hyperkin can't pull it off so yeah I maybe know. i don't analog's got to be working in the core for that though right i bet somebody's working on that for them that'd You'd be have huge to right now i mean it it works in mr pretty decent you know decent in retroarch i think so I don't know. Somebody be be able to do that. Maybe not FPGA, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. Now's the time to do it too, because like Fever Pitch for sixty four is at an all time high. Yeah, I mean we've had the Super Nintendo and the NES like cheap yobos and all that stuff for what fifteen years now. <laughs> like, yeah. This then they just stopped there. Sixty four never happened. Yeah. I mean, it is an abomination of a console, I mean, <laughs> but still, there are people that's, that that like it. So, just think of put the four controller ports out in there, and you say <clears throat> you can, all the controllers that you can sell. Yeah, that's true. So, on this duo, like, are you in on it? Like, does this like you've not bought one so far, right? But right. I mean, is this one you would jump on? <sighs> Maybe I don't know. Like, I I would say yes, but. There's a lot of things now where you can just load an SD card and play the CD games, you know? Right. Well, now with the mini out there, I haven't, I haven't paid enough attention to a hack for it, mm -hmm. but like clearly it's got the emulation for the CD games. So it, I'm sure it exists and I'm just unaware of it, but like if it doesn't exist, it will exist. So, but I think like finding the ROMs for that, like I, I mean, I suppose there's a torrent out there or a site, but like, I've never really looked for ROMs, like a, a collection. Yeah. At least for the CD games. So. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many of them I'd actually like to play anyway. Like, I, I like Ease, but... Wise? Yeah, Wise. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to fill in for Nate since he's not here. <laughs> but, like, why why go back to that, too? You know, like, I don't know. Right. I haven't even played 8 yet, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I don't. I mean, the thing with me is like I, this hit yeah, like the perfect time for me because <clears throat> I've really been considering like getting rid of some of the fluff in my collection and just focusing on things I love. And like for a long time now, I've been like, yeah, I should just pull the trigger, get a duo, have it have some, you know buy one that somebody's gone through, done the region mod, recapped, mm -hmm. and just like that's my showpiece. And I've been right there for quite a while. And then have this come out and then be like, what's brand new should be relatively trouble free. And it's half the price of what I was looking at. It's like, okay, yeah, this is, I need this. Yeah. So plus I like the idea that it has super graphics games. Cause I've got those super graphics ROMs already on my, um, Oh no. I just realized that in looking at the design of that, 
I don't think the hue card slot would allow for the Everdrive. The Everdrive. Oh, fuck! Shit, I need to look. That would be a bummer. Yeah, because it goes I almost all the way in, doesn't it? Right. It looks like it goes all the way in, and the Everdrive is like. Well, okay, hold on. They, they must have to accommodate for some wiggle room because if you think of like some of those bigger releases on, on the Japanese side, like a, um, a Street Fighter Hue card is like a double decker. Like it's it's twice as thick mm. because they packed more RAM and stuff in there. So maybe it's okay. Boy, I hope so. I hope so. I gotta look at that again. That would suck. Yeah, that's a good question. Huh. Either way, I still want one, but yeah, it'd be a bummer if I couldn't use my EverDrive because <laughs> I I tend to just keep that in there instead of like you know pulling games off the shelf because mm-hmm. all that and I only have you know thirty ish forty cards, whereas my EverDrive has all my wonderful Japanese games like Toilet Kids and <laughs> all that good stuff, Strip Fighter Two, you know, you get those are the classics that you yeah. just gravitate towards. So. <sighs> yeah, I I'm excited about this. I've I've been on the fence about getting some of their other products, but being I was kind of already in the market for a more expensive option with the triple graphics. I think I think I'm gonna get one of these. Hopefully, not get one if I can get one. Yeah, I wonder if the duo market <laughs> settles down a little bit too after the actual yeah. duo. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's the thing is like there's still a pretty good selection of like PC engine disc based games that you can import for relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Um obviously the US stuff is always gonna be crazy, but there's still some still some cheap options, I think, with the with the C D thing. I'm I'm trying to remember the last time I've seen like a CD in person. Probably the last convention we were at. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Yeah. I've never come across one in a game store. No, I don't think so. Locally, I've never come across one in the wild. Oh, I've seen, actually, I have seen them in stores, but. Actually, well, that's, uh, yeah, actually, no, I was going to say is like maybe that store we saw in St. Cloud had a couple CDs. Yeah. But not here, not in in our neck of the woods. No. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, after kind of redoing my whole setup and uh having all the consoles hooked up to you know one or two tvs and run it through all these different boxes and shit like that i'm just kind of like the retron 5 model seems a lot more interesting to me you know just yeah it's the more consoles yeah yeah it's it's definitely a convenience piece for sure so and joining us as always is Nate. What's going on, guys? You recording? I am. You made it. Sorry. No, I'm... it's all good. It's all good. We waited for half hour and we're like, screw this guy. He doesn't talk to I, I know. I feel terrible. Nah, that's that's all right. fine. It gives the listeners something to listen to anticipation wise because every time I'm always like, he might join, but he never does. But this time, <laughs> this time he did. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> Yeah, we're just wrapping up about pretty much all of our topics. Let's let's we should go back into we can hit your stuff here, Nate. But like, um, Andy, you had mentioned 
Crystal Caves HD. What is not familiar? Oh yeah, so Crystal Caves was like an old old uh, DOS game. Okay. That was like uh, kind of like it was made by the same people that did the old Duke Nukem's and Secret Agents and like all those shareware things. And that's how I played it. Anyway, uh, somebody was doing an HD version of this of okay. Crystal Caves and um, we were watching a YouTube video about it. And my wife just got just super excited because she's like, oh, I used to play that game. Had no idea what it was called or whatever. So she's been super obsessed with that. We got the HD version and she's every single night playing an hour or two trying to nice. get through it. And yeah, what what a crazy thing to uh, kind of like HDFI. It doesn't seem like it's that much work. Like they didn't put a ton of work into it, but it's kind of cool. Still cool. What what are you playing it on? Is it PC or is it yeah. console? Yeah, it's okay. just PC. Yeah, using like Steam Link, or is she actually playing it on computer? Yeah, just a computer with the arrow keys and jump, even. Nice. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good game. I, I, I've only played the shareware, the first you know set of levels. So getting into like the second and third one, and I think there's even like a new set that they made just for this, but um, they get pretty cruel. Yeah, but what doesn't? I guess. I can imagine like all those games of that era were kind of like that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny you mention that though. Cause like, that's a lot of my memories is like my neighbors across the street when I was like five had like a, I don't know what kind of PC, but like I played so many like mind blowing, at least for me at the time games on PC that outside of the ghostbusters part that I played, I've never been able to discover what those games were. I don't know yeah. title screens. I vaguely remember gameplay. So like, that's awesome when you can see like a remaster of a trailer or something and it's just like, oh shit, I played that. Like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I mean, if you look this up, you've, you, there's probably a good chance that you've seen this and played it too. It's just, I'll do that right now. there's so many of those and like Commander Keen style. Yes. Games too. Played a lot of those. Apparently there's a place actually called Crystal Caves. So, Ooh, yeah. Um, that is not what I'm looking up. Nope. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I recognize that cover art for sure. Yeah. Cool. I think any of those computer games, I would never remember any cover art because, you know, boxes or even <laughs> yeah. just, you know, floppy disks. They were just blank disks that we were oh, yeah. using. 100%. So I, I never even knew what any of these games where I was just going off of a handwritten title nine out of 10 times. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool though. <sighs> Nate, let's just dive in. You, you take us through your, your list of topics here. We've, we're at the, this is the Nate segment of the podcast. <laughs> you just kick this thing off at the end. This is rare. Cause I never, we I never really talk last. at the end. I, I normally have to talk at the beginning, and then I have 60 minutes of being quiet. So <laughs> this is my opportunity. This is your this time is to shine. Weird. I know. It's normally nap time for Nate. So I I have something to confess to you guys. This is, this is kind of a big deal for me. Uh, I am now a Jurassic Park aficionado. And uh, the reason I say this is yesterday... I had a box show up uh, to my doorstep, really large box, and it was just kind of sitting out in the snow, kind of getting soggy, and 
just on the label, it had my address, no name, and my phone number. So I was like, well, this is a box. We did not order anything. You know, we're having a baby any day. So things randomly are showing up. And I open up this box and they are giant, giant T-Rexes from uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, So T-Rex toys in the packaging. And there's like 10 of them and they are huge. (laughs) And I was like, well, these are definitely not mine. These are probably worth some money. They're definitely brand new. Um, Sure. As as far as, you know, I guess Jurassic Park is a thing now, or uh, maybe it never went away. So I was like, well, this isn't mine. And, you know, just the internal person that I am is we got to find the original owner, figure out where these came from. Uh, Their their return address wasn't really making any sense. There was a phone number in the top left. And so we call it and it says, yeah, this is Fargo Fleet Farm. Can I help you? And uh, so this just the plot is thickening and thickening. And so we explained the situation. The lady's like, oh, we got a problem. That order was not supposed to go to you. Um, It's supposed to go to Massachusetts. And I don't know what happened. And she's like, so I got good news, bad news. The good news is we'll send a FedEx guy to come pick up the (laughs) T-Rexes. The bad news is this guy ordered a hundred more and they're coming to your house. (laughs) (laughs) So I have, I have T-Rexes showing up every (laughs) single day. Boxes and boxes Mm. of T-Rexes showing up because you can only fit like 10 in a box, maybe eight to 10 in a box. (laughs) And that's really stuffing them full without any liners or anything (laughs) like that. So we don't know if this guy is a collector or if he has a store. Maybe he has a thing for (laughs) T-Rexes. I have no idea. But the Douglas household, so this FedEx guy has to show up every single day and pick up a box that they deliver. (laughs) So someone delivers this box. Is FedEx delivering it? Um, I don't know. I I'm not catching who's because I'm like just it. yeah because like it seems like you could cut off you like you don't need to be the middleman. So all someone is dropping them off and FedEx is picking them up and they're using my house as this drop zone. Um, wow! So this lady, you could just hear it in her in her <clears throat> voice when she's like, "Good news, bad news," and you're thinking, "I got to go to Fleet Farm." And I have to like bring the box to you. Dude, they should no, send FedEx. you a gift card at the end of all this for sure. FedEx is uh, coming to get it, but there's a hundred more on their way. <laughs> so, so do you just leave these on your porch or what do you, what's the protocol now? Yeah, it's just on my porch. So I, I apparently don't open. I should have, should have taken one. They were huge. Did you need They're to get one of those like, inflatable T-Rex costumes and just sit on the porch and wait for the FedEx guy to show up and like, <laughs> hand him the boxes? Oh man, I just absolutely love that. That's been that's been the humor around the house is oh, we got a box of T Rexes showing up here. The beauty of you know all f- this is like you'd think if a person places like a hundred piece order on something that's that expensive, the one thing you wouldn't fuck up is who it goes to. But they completely screwed yeah. it up. On and all I, of it them. It must be in their system. Uh, and I did purchase something from Fleet Farm. You know, okay. not too long ago. And so the 
there was a part of me that what did I click? Sure, yeah. So I'm going through my history and I'm like, no, there's no T Rexes. So something happened in their system that put my address oh, man. on this guy's order. Oh. And it's a mess. It's so funny because the FedEx guy is like, why am I picking up this box? And then it's like, you know, Groundhog's Day for this guy every single day. I'm pretty sure I've been here already. I'm pretty sure I picked up a box that looks just like this one. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like you have a return label or anything. So he's like picking it up and it seems like it legit should belong there. Right. Yeah. So it, it's mass confusion. I like it. But now I feel like I need to find this guy and just be like, why do you like T-Rex so much? Jurassic Parks, are they valuable? Or are they not? Yeah. Do they it's confirm if it's seller. like the same name or something? What's that? Did they tell you if by chance he's just got the same name as you or something? No, it does not have the same name oh. at all. Okay. At all. So yeah, it you get a Facebook mess this guy for sure. So it's supposed to go to mass somewhere. And, Which Fleet uh, Farm doesn't exist out there. So he's. Yeah. So he's must be buying and reselling yeah. or, or something, but they're massive T-Rexes. I'm sure they cost, you know, maybe 40, 50 bucks a pop. Jeez. I'm just envisioning. Um, I'm just envisioning a Trump rally somewhere where this guy sets it up and just populates it all with T Rexes <laughs> on chairs. And, like Trump walks out, and it's just like all these T Rexes. I think that's what he's uh, going for. Yeah. So I I know it's not quite video game related, but I was no, like, man, amazing. I gotta share this story that I got a hundred T Rexes. Someone's well, army building these things, and I'm getting them all. You've kind of screwed yourself right now because every time I see a T Rex toy or merchandise on clearance, <laughs> like I'm, it's hap- it's going yeah. to your door. Like yep. you're screwed. I think what was what was even <laughs> funnier for me was my wife opened the box, and she was she called me up and she's like, "So are you taking up like toy collecting? What are you doing? What's going on?" and Instantly, it's like, oh, this geeky, nerdy stuff. That's you. Yeah. Why are you getting into toys? I, I mean, to be fair, video games. Yeah, that's right. a logical <laughs> jump for her. So right. So then, of course, I'm flipping through like Amazon. Be like, are these things valuable? Should I add one to my shelf and start a collection? I don't know <laughs> what to do here, but oh, um, boy. we did the right thing. We sent them back, but it's just I should take a picture and then put it in the box and say the T-Rex journey continues. Enjoy these. So yeah, kind of awesome. crazy. Yeah. I think what's even crazier, maybe it's not a, a big deal. I know you guys don't get into that NBA 2K stuff. Uh, what's, what's I don't know. Andy, do you get into that stuff? Uh, not a really. little bit. Not really. Uh, Justin does. I know Justin gets into the mm-hmm. NBA 2K and Madden's and all of those things. Um, so NBA 2K got busted, kind of busted, more like fan slaughtering because <laughs> they are running ads during the game. What? Uh, so so when you are having menus where you 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 can't even pick your lineup why these ads are going, they're non-skippable ads, they're ads during the game just like a commercial for a TV show which is absolutely pathetic. Especially when you're paying $70 every yeah. year for this, you shouldn't have to watch ads. Now, there's a there's a time and place for ads, I guess. It goes all the way back to the NES. You know, even playing Turtles and seeing a Pizza Hut sign or, um, you know, they're eating the Pizza Hut stuff. And you see it throughout different games. 
Um, and NBA Yamoto. 2K, I think, has quite a few of those advertisements, shoes, you know, Reebok, all of those things. But right. it's kind of natural. But they're like so, in like the bleachers and like on. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Yeah, like- absolutely. Not. Uh, so the ad was Oculus Quest um, commercial. <laughs> that's, that's a strange choice. Also on very strange that. choice, yeah. but it, it's a non-skippable thing. NBA came back after tweets and saying this was a mess up. It wasn't supposed to happen, but then you continue <laughs> to read it and they're like, Oh, we changed it for the player experience. We understand that that's not for everyone. And I was like, yeah. that's not for anyone. Well, no, that no should be like, like, Oh, I sure hope there's a Oculus quest ad in this game. It's I can ridiculous. see that though. Like I would sign on board for that for like the $30 tier. It's like, sure. I'm buying the game for 30 bucks. You're yeah. going to give me some ads. I can't skip fine. But like, yeah, you don't put that in like your premium version of that. That's bullshit. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, obviously it's going to get pushed back and that's not the first time NBA 2K has ever got pushback on stuff. But yeah, it just it just kind of makes you think, you know, advertisement and games. Is there a place for it? Is there not a place for it? I know it's uh it's a money thing. You know, obviously it's going to help develop that and pay for the game and and all that stuff but man when you spend that kind of money in my mind regardless if you're this isn't some mobile game where you get an ad or you have to wait to watch something to play it so i just think it's just going down a rabbit hole Mm. where it's going to continue and continue and more ads here more ads there popping up you know i mean i just times are changing i think it just points to like the ultimate solution here is like just join the andy and ryan club and just don't play those games then it's no ads (laughs) No, right. No, well, no I mean, cast. I don't really play them either. Actually, I don't play them, but it's just yeah. it's just kind of interesting that that's where that genre, where that stuff is kind of going, and there's no way around it. And, and just their mindset. Who in their right mind says, "Oh, this is a good idea. It won't bug anybody. Just throw that ad right in, and right. not just." Watch the ad, but you can't do anything else. No lineup changes, yeah. no nothing. You they know, knew there'd be backlash. Ridiculous. They yeah. knew 100%. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. Well, that's a terrible idea for Oculus, too, to be like, yeah, let's spend money and put our ad in a spot that people are going to hate that it's there. <laughs> you know, like, you're right. going to be, it's just an ad that's going to be resented. So then does Oculus... Who is that owned by? Do we need it's Facebook? Facebook. Facebook. Okay. So do they say, "Hey, we paid money for this advertisement, and now you're making it a skippable thing"? Do we get a <laughs> refund, a discount? Like now, do they get to go back and say this isn't what the plan was? Yeah. Good question. Zuckerberg's just laying on his bed, rolling in money right now. So he doesn't <laughs> I mean, he does, he's not even aware of this situation. Yeah. I'm sure he's yeah. he's wiping his butt with hundreds. So what's what's the NBA 2K? Is that the thing I bought a few years ago? <laughs> was there was there a something? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. But that game is already like sleazy, full of loot boxes and microtransactions yeah. <laughs> yeah. already. So it's hundred percent crazy that they put this on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Kind of funny in a yeah stupid how they thought they would get away with that way, but. But is it going to carry over to other games someday where um, yeah, mid-jump or mid-boss fight, you're, oh, and yeah, an pops up. up. Maybe oh with streaming gosh. services, who knows? I've always been like a big proponent of like 
when it's not gross. Like I've always thought like since we've gotten into the 3D age, like well-placed real world ads can build atmosphere instead of detract from a game. But mm-hmm, yeah, that's sure. not, that is, that's not an example of that. Um, so. I yeah. Know. Like I think, uh, EA back in the day, like need for speed used to have like dynamic billboards. Yeah. So, like they would sell the space and it would change as you, as you went, as you played. Yeah. Which I think is kind of a cool idea. Yeah. It makes sense in something like that. It doesn't make sense to like shut your game down and like make <laughs> you watch a quest ad. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They just have to so get with- to self serve ads. So we, <laughs> if we can rental ads in games too. <laughs> Let's call 2K, guys. Let's see how much. Yeah, I wonder how much that costs. <laughs> too <laughs> much. Yeah. So with, with ads, I mean, just kind of going back nostalgia wise. Can you guys think of some of those, like how far can you go back and be like, okay, yeah, I remember seeing this ad in a video game or this kind of sponsor. It'd be interesting to see how yeah. far, or when was the first one? I mean, obviously TMNT, like you pointed out, like mm-hmm. Yonoid was a gross oh, like, yeah. mascot. But like the one that always stands out in my mind is that first Jet Moto on PlayStation. And, it, and this kind of leans into my point of like semi-realism. Like I thought it was cool at the time. It's like, you had your four teams. It was Valvoline, Mountain Dew, Butterfinger, and Pepsi. Am I remembering those right? Yeah, but you always pick the Mountain Dew guy. Well, the chick, because she had huge cans. Yeah. Of course, I'm going with the blonde with the big tits. Like, <laughs> plus Mountain Dew, obviously. I was a big fan at like 14. Is that what you mean by cans, the Mountain Dew? <laughs> yes. yes. She had <laughs> oh, large, okay. oversized cans of Mountain Dew. Wow, look at those cans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like that was like just kind of when I think back on it now, like gross product placement, but like they were also doing it in like a, this is the NASCAR of the future sort of way. So it didn't seem that we, I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's like half the textures in the game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And just Butterfinger's the best one. It's like, who is asking for this? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What's the, the one that always gets me weird is the the Inzul. What are the candies? That puzzle is- game? No, no. Oh, yeah, the chupa thingies. Yeah, yeah the lollipops. Like, why are yes. they in there? That's just really weird. Yeah, they're the collectibles and everything. Yeah. Yes. Was like was Mick and Mac? Was that a... McDonald's. That was a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. okay. I yeah. couldn't remember that. Mick and Mac Global. That's less in your face, though, surprisingly. Right. MC Kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> less in your face but yeah definitely for sure still i mean the hardcore know what it is dude yeah. let's talk about that for a second that is a great platforming game that nobody gives a crap about which that one mc kids oh i like it it's like a poor man's like mario 3 like that game is crazy yeah. fun yep, and gets ridiculously hard but yeah I wish it came in Happy Meals as a kid. Can you imagine Oof. reaching in and pulling out like an, an NES, NES game? game and be like, oh my gosh. You see, you sound like you're doing that Chris Farley, like Dolores, like, oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. I like it. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I started noticing it more in the 3D world. Like it was clearly there when we were kids in like the retro. Even like yep. I can think of some Genesis and Super Nintendo times, but. For sure, once we got into like polygons, it was like everybody was trying to get stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think going back to 
NES, Sega, all that stuff. I mean, it's just, I don't even think I thought of it as a kid, you know, MC right. Kids or Yonoid. I, I mean, I knew who the character was, but I never even like, oh, yeah, Domino's. It's just, there's oh, a Chester game Cheeto fun? game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Is this game fun or not? And, and that's all yeah. that I wouldn't care about. So now you can kind of look back and be like, oh, it was a little cheesy or yep. <laughs> they were definitely trying to sell something. You know, I don't know why, you know, playing MC Kids, we bought so many fries, uh, but, you know, <laughs> that was kind of a regular meal. Was that a game you were aware about as a kid, or did you only find out about that as a collector? Because um, no, I don't I, recall I, knowing it existed. So I, I played it as a kid, and okay. I can't remember. There was a, a family friend that had it, and that's how I knew about it. But I I think as a kid, I don't remember if it was fun or not. I, I think I found that much later. That right. yeah, this is actually a pretty decent game, um, on the system. So speaking of games on the systems, we're we're creeping to Halloween, and I'm not sure what you guys covered and didn't cover, but Halloween is just ten days away, and uh, when this gets released, it's probably right in there. Thirtieth, thirty first. Yep. Yeah, close to that pocket, and so I wanted to close a little bit and talk about and we've done this in the past but maybe it's changed a little bit scariest games you've ever played and uh i know i'm not a horror uh genre. i'm not a horror either <laughs> i always feel weird saying that word horror it comes horror. bad across the podcast it, it really does i know where you guys are going to take it but i i, I always feel that <laughs> unintended uh, right yeah i know um, you know, I, I don't play that kind of genre right. of game, but you know, there's always games that are terrifying or frightening, you know, whether that's last of us two or one or, um, whatever. So I just figured we'd take a little bit of time and talk about those games that made us pee our pants a little bit. Yeah. I, so I, I think I've talked about this before. Um, like, and I was on uh, the vest Lord stream. A couple times this week, uh, Geekade, he's one of the founders of, of that site, and he's been playing horror games for all of October, and I just kind of said, like, the original Resident Evil. Like, that original Resident Evil, mm. <clears throat> as broken and janky as it was, like, nothing had been done to that extent in horror in, in video games at that point, and, like, the ambiance they built up with the loading screen of the doors going into pitch black, like, yeah, it was a loading screen, but it was genius. And that game scared the shit out of me. Like, I was early teens. I would only play it at night in the dark and door closed, volume cranked, and I don't know how many jump scares I got out of that. Like, dozens. Dozens and of jump scares. And yet you kept on playing it. Like, I did. Okay. That just doesn't make sense to me. Is <laughs> Why play Whoa. something that's going to freak you out? And, like, I'm one of those people, too, that when I play a game like that with limited resources... Like, if I feel like I went through a scenario and I effed it up, like, I'm just going to go back to my previous save. So I waste less resources. So, like, yeah, I just countless times threw myself into, like, zombies and dogs and monsters. And, yeah, the game was great. It just left a lasting impression. Yeah. Easily the most freaked out I've been at a game. Yeah. Definitely the jump scares, for sure, would get you in that game. But, like you said, the resources and I think the controls, too, added to the, the actual, like, horror element of it yeah the game hated you yeah (laughs) control wise 
Whereas like Silent Hill series was just screwed up. Like <laughs> Silent Hill yeah. two is just messed up and all those games, <coughs> just, you know, pyramid head. Yeah. They were just, uh, just creepy imagery sound kind of atmosphere that really messed with you more than I think resident evil didn't necessarily have that part. It was just more the, more the jump scares, I guess. Yeah. Resident evil lived the tone, but, like the Silent Hill games really like added like that creep horror mm-hmm. factor on top of all of that. Plus, like they played into the limitations so good with that first game, with like, yeah, we can't render this far out, so like we're just gonna have N sixty four fog five feet in front of you for most of this game, <laughs> and like it worked so well. Yep, and I just remember fucking yeah. monkeys in in that first Silent Hill game. Ah, yeah. oh, those are creepy, man. I'll go with a recent one. Um they added VR to um, Dreams on PS4. Oh. That's so, not where I was expecting it to go. I'm no. So, so a lot of these, uh, they've kind of made VR versions or whatever. And the one of the top ones was a recreation of PT in VR. Okay. And I've, I've watched that whole like the whole playthrough of PT before. And there's definitely some creepy stuff going on in there, but a lot of it is just kind of like, you're kind of making you're building yourself up to be scared too. But in VR, I just, I couldn't do it. Like I went through maybe four <laughs> or five times. And I'm like, this is just, yeah, can't do it. Yeah. I could see that. So like, let me, let me ask you like, how good has the dream game gotten? Like as far as like content creators are people like really, good at this point at like crafting something that looks good in 3d you know i just haven't kept up with it as much i, I i'm kind of surprised i thought it, this would be the game that i just keep popping into yeah and you know they added the vr and i've only done that maybe once or twice and then i haven't touched it since so like maybe that wasn't a good time to put all that resource in because half That's the true. shit in vr was just broken like i it just wouldn't work the way it sucks the way it, they you know yeah, I thought that would be the big home run for that because, like, yeah. endless VR experiences, bite sized and whatnot. Yeah, it's mostly just like turning your head into a camera, and that's the, pretty much what the game is on a lot of those. And it's like, yeah, it's not that, it doesn't add that much to it. That sucks. I have to say that, uh, mine, I'm, I know I'm a wimp, guys, because you make fun of me when I'm like, Operation Wolf is a serious game I play, and I, I remember that, and that really hurts. But I would say that the scariest game uh, that I've experienced was Ryan's House VR. And this isn't that scary, but uh, what is it called? Um, Until Dawn Undead Nightmares? No. Uh, Rush of Blood. Rush of Blood. Yeah, Rush of Blood. Um, that one, when I left your house, the whole time when I'm driving home, I'm like, why did he make me play that? Why did I play that? Why would he make me play that? I was in his house and he was like, try this game. And then things are, why, why would someone do that? And uh, I just remember, I mean, I sound like the biggest wimp, but that, that thing was terrifying, no, especially even scary. in the, the VR, you know, that was my first VR experience too. <laughs> and so I'm like, screw you on yeah. that where you're like oh enjoy this roller coaster game and 
oh yeah, you got to shoot some things when they pop out. <laughs> That's I'm right. Like, I forgot how much I downplayed it to get you to try it. I'm like, no, nah, it's yeah, fine. It's, it's, just, no a, it's just a ride. You're good. And Ryan, I'm, I don't know if you, that time you should have grabbed the camera and been like, I'm just going <laughs> to let Nate scream it out and I'm going to capture it. That one just stuck in my head that why yeah. do people play these games? And then I go even further. Why do people make games like this? <laughs> and then as I'm driving, why did Ryan make me play this game? <laughs> and why did I continue to play it? It was so scary. That is a well-crafted experience. So I I finished that game. Wow. And I beat the last couple levels in front of my family. They were all on the couch. <laughs> and they're just laughing <laughs> hysterically. What is wrong with They're you? hysterically laughing at me because, like, I'm just like, ah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, and just, like, shooting everywhere. And what it's great for them. You? I made my family sit down. And no, I didn't make them. Me. They wanted to watch my misery is basically what it turned into. But, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. That game is scary as shit. Especially that second or third level third level maybe i didn't make it that far are you kidding me? well no but there what i was gonna say is there's a level where like you get into a room and the boss is like a chick and she like crawls towards the cab mm. and then you're like looking over and she fucking jumps up into your face no oh it's not good that is not fun meanwhile the whole game is just shooting targets it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, right that's it all you're doing <laughs> it's just amazing use of light and then just target shooting. But yeah. Man, it's and, a good and just that anticipation, knowing something's going to happen, because that's yeah. the game that you're playing. I think that's just the worst for me. It has that same effect to me where, like, it, the panic sets in, just like it did in the first Bioshock game, where they use lighting really well and they get you into scenarios where, like, boom, lights out. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And you hear noises mm-hmm. and then, boom, lights back on. Something's right in your face. Yeah. It's the worst feeling because you know it's coming and you can't do anything about it. But in VR, yeah, I agree that. That is quite the, quite the experience. Yeah, I don't like it. And it's VR not back. like a game that you can, you know, some of those VR games and some of the scary games that you play, you yeah. can just fix your eyes on something yes. else. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, VR, I'm just going to look this way and ignore it. But then they're like, oh, you're not looking on that side. I'll just jump on this side <laughs> for you. Yeah. And so there's no safe place to look. And... I hate it. Yeah. I still hate you for that one. Sorry. I thought you were a bigger man than that. No, I'm not a man. (laughs) At all. You know what? What game always scares me, and it's probably really unintentional, it's uh, Uncharted. All those games have, like... um, Like the NES Uncharted? No. No. uh, Oh, like, what? Oh no! Oh, that's uninvited, or I can't. Remember. There, there's an uncharted like uncharted Koei waters, yeah. yeah, waters. I was like, what? <laughs> Those Koei games scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Too much strategy. Too much. I can't take it. <laughs> no, the the AI in those games just flank you, so like yeah. they just get right behind you and then just shoot a shotgun right behind you, and it just makes you jump every single time. Yeah, I can see that. I get a little bit of that vibe too from Gears of War. Like stuff just sneaks up behind you when you're not paying attention. Yeah. Shit show. My son was in my office yesterday and uh, I have a NES in my office or the mini. And when he's done with his homework and stuff like that, he'll jump on that and play a little bit. And he picked Nightmare on Elm Street. And, yes. you know, you're thinking, man, as a kid, was I freaked out? 
and he was just playing this game like it was no big deal. I was like, doesn't this scare you? And he's like, this? Why would this scare me? And he's like, this is like Mario. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe our imaginations were so much crazier back then. But I was like, man, this is Nightmare on Elm Street. This is creepy or Friday the 13th. And you go back as an adult and you probably look at it through the lens of your kids now that yeah. it really isn't anything. But it's just kind of interesting how that transforms a little bit. I look at those games now and I'm like, why are all these Wookiees coming out of the ground and attacking me? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening here. Right. Oh, gosh. But you knew what the properties were and that's what you yeah. you just assumed. Right, that. exactly. It, well, yeah, it almost felt no taboo idea. being able to play those games because yeah. we could never watch right. these movies and they weren't on basic cable back then. So it was like, oh, right. playing something naughty. Yeah. 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 Kids have no context for that kind of stuff. No. I was just explaining to my daughter the other day. I don't know how we get on the topic. We're like eating lunch. And we were talking about. And I get on the topic. I was like, back in the day, when your mom and dad were kids, because, oh, it was chocolate milk. You want chocolate milk? I was like, you couldn't get a squeeze bottle of Hershey syrup. You had to buy it in a can. Then you had to have a thing to poke a <laughs> hole in the top of the can. It had a sweet yellow plastic lid. And if you didn't have that, then you had to get like the dry powder. And that's how we made chocolate mm-hmm. milk. My daughter's just like, just cannot comprehend like what I'm trying to explain. It's like, yeah, and you couldn't buy plastic bottles of pop. You could get these like weird, taller glass bottles of pop. And then I'm like, I'm old. Does Ovaltine even exist anymore? Probably not. Oh, there's probably some nostalgia corner where they sell that yeah. still, right? Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss the cans of Hershey's syrup. I kind of want one. I wish they still, <laughs> I wish it was still an option. Because people see those like bottle cap openers now and they're like, why is there this pointy end? What am I ever going to use this for? Yeah. Hershey syrup, motherfuckers. That's what. Well, and beer at some point, but (laughs) that was well before my time. We had pull tabs with it. I totally forgot about those cans. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, remember the invention of the big mouth pop can? Remember how Mm -hmm. small the thing? And then they're like, was it it was Budweiser, wasn't it? That was like, we've got the yeah. big mouth can. And then like that became like the standard can for all us fat Americans for everything. Yep. It's like, how right. fast can you shovel beer and soft drinks into your face from a can? Then they we've had to make that little like you. lifted up spot that lets air out while you drink. <laughs> to yeah. Go faster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sound like we're from the Stone Ages. Oh. There's probably some kid listening who's like 18. He's like, what? Hershey's can in a can? <laughs> Look it up, kid. Look it up. Good stuff. And then I did have one last topic that I wanted to wait until Nate was on here for. Uh, because I was in my car a couple weeks back, probably like right after we recorded our last episode. And uh, Mandatory Metallica came on. And I just wanted to admit in front of you guys and our entire audience that a very early thrash metallica song came on from an album that i had never heard before and i didn't change the channel and i listened to it wow and then i think they followed that with saint anger (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) but maybe not all of metallica is the worst oh man say it's slower maybe not all and a little bit sexier what song was it i don't know oh i'd never heard it it was like i can get behind this i still don't like his vocals but i was like the music's good enough i think i'm good you're just they, growing up. I'm, I'm growing as a human being. They have that new uh, live album with the 
uh, Symphony again. They made a second one oh. of those. No. Okay. And uh, some of those old songs just sound terrible. <laughs> With the symphony? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more like him singing them now. It's just not. Yeah. Like... I can see that. Well, welcome to the Metallica train. Yes. And they're not getting blown that way. That wasn't bad. You will now. <clears throat> I will. I don't know. Are we at the end? We got we got Nate's topics. We rambled through ours. I mean, are we done or is it a Halloween? We did the episode? best that we could. Yeah. yeah. Covered the T Rexes. We got the T Rexes in Army. Well, I'm glad you made it here in time to take us out because that's kind of your thing. That's my thing. It's no one else's thing. So thanks for saving it for me. Thanks for saving the end for me. I really appreciate it. No uh, share your horror games with us. Horror. Hor- hor- <laughs> horror. Share your horror games with us. Uh, don't share the other games with us, but uh, send us a list of games that freaked you out as a kid or even as an adult. Where we write, where we wimps. Let us know at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Do we have any emails, guys? Uh I deleted them all. Sorry, my fault. <laughs> I deleted them all. We didn't catch them. This time, I promise we will read them on the air, not live, because this isn't a live show. Pre-recorded. Uh, right. make, sure, make sure you're following us on all of our social media as well. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of those good places. You can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, friends, be kind. Rewind. Bananish. Zany to the max. Rawr. (laughs) T-Rex.